Hey, what's up? This is Phil Boogie, and welcome to Isolation Be Like. Um, I have a few minutes, so I'm going to talk to you for a little while. Everything's quiet in the house, which is very, very nice. Um, so, um, so I can do my show. So, I have been thinking a lot about um, how much we lose um, and how much we give away when we um, privilege being polite over um, doing what's right, doing what's safe, doing what we know we need to be doing, doing, you know, um, you know, what we know is in our gut. And I think about this a lot now with this whole idea of how to remain safe um, in the age of um, COVID. And, you know, with all of us wearing masks now, most of us, right? And all these rules around how to engage socially, um, it can be a little bit awkward, especially if you're not on the same page as, let's say, a friend or a family member or even your neighbors about what's appropriate in terms of engagement and safety um, with masks. So um, essentially, we've taken to, you know, when we walk the dog, we have on masks. Um, we go to a store, of course, you have to have on a mask. Um, if I go for a walk in a neighborhood, which I'm really not going to do for real, but if I did, I'd wear a mask. Um, but other people don't feel like, you know, taking a stroll down the block is mask worthy. But my thought is, I don't know who I'm going to pass, who's going to want to talk to me, who's going to stop and um, ask for directions. And I just want to have a mask on. I don't want to, I just, I have them, so I'm going to use them. And there's this thing where it's like, there's this awkward engagement, but I guess some people, you know, I've passed by people before on walks and I can tell, you know, they don't have on mask and they're going to want to chat and be up close. And then you feel like, um, an asshole, um, when you start to walk into the middle of the street, um, to avoid them. I mean, I'm going to speak, but um, we're not going to be up close. And I, um, and I hope they're not offended um, by that. And I, I'm surprised how um, it's not easy because it's I, I'm thinking about it, but how quickly I've adapted to just sort of making sure that I'm doing what's right for me and I guess my family and really for the people I'm coming in contact with to just try and stay some distance and to wear the mask, even if um, that isn't what um, they want, if they want to be up close, if they don't want to wear a mask. And usually in those kind of social situations, you you try to be polite. You know, uh, we've been taught to be polite. You're uncomfortable with something, but you don't want to you don't want to be impolite. Um, I've been thinking a lot about, you know, um, Oprah said something. I don't remember when she said it or exactly what she said, but here's the spirit. It just she talked about how many times um you know, she had been hurt when she could have made a different choice where we've put the idea of not hurting somebody else's feelings over being physically or emotionally hurt um, ourselves. And um, and it's funny because I um, I was working on my book and I was reading through one of the essays and um, I thought about how, you know, when I was younger um, how often I would just be quiet because it would have been rude to say something, um, in the situation. And I've never been like, uh, 
a punk for real. Like, man, I'm not, I'm not scared um, to speak my mind. But you know, there are certain rules in terms of social engagement. I often follow those, um, even though there were times when, in following those, you put yourself at risk at different things. Um, and even when I, you know, as you know, older, I remember when I first moved to the area. Um, to Baltimore, um, we were welcomed to the city by um, some some people who were trying to get us to know other people and um, and connect us to the community. And we got invited to dinner one time, and it was me and my then um, um, partner, um, and we um, were um, at a friend's house, um, someone we had recently met. And they have been going on and on and on about this particular dish that they had prepared and how many steps it took and that it had taken months to like think through getting the different ingredients because they have to be flown in and they have to be soaked in a particular kind of way. And it's a special dish and you only can do it like maybe once a year because it takes so much time and, you know. I mean, me, myself, I think that's a bit much, but, you know, I smiled, you know, it's your house, it's your kitchen, you know, do what you're going to do. I'm just going to eat and, and be gracious, you know, gracious and have gratitude for um, the invitation. So it came time to, to eat um, and I looked at the dish and I didn't, I didn't really want it, um, but you can't not take some of something that somebody has already talked about for 15, 20 minutes and talked about how basically is sprinkled with um, magical pixie dust um, and passed down from generations and the ancestors, you know, floated into the kitchen and put their toes in it. Like you can't, you can't not take like a little spoonful of it. So I did because I was raised um, it didn't look disgusting or anything. It just wasn't something that I would have chosen without um, the folklore um, leading up to the presentation. So I put a little bit of it on my plate and um, proceeded to eat my food. And then I put the magical pass down for generations, been cooking for weeks or months, uh, sprinkled with fairy dust dish in my mouth. And no lie it was the absolute worst thing I have ever tasted in my life it was almost like not even food like it it felt like I was wondering if maybe um it was a mistake like if we were eating the like trash like I didn't know if I didn't know that it was actually food at that point but I'm at someone's table really pretty table like this the the table setting was 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 beautiful fresh flowers is it was gorgeous i mean everything was it wasn't the house wasn't dirty i mean it was a beautiful home with people who you know i felt comfortable around and i'm sitting there with hot garbage in my mouth and i'm looking around and i and no one else seems to um to be alarmed so i'm thinking it's me maybe um, I'm sick and my taste buds, something, something's wrong with me, but I had just eaten other things and I didn't want to cry when I ate them. But because again, I'm at someone's house who's being nice and 
gracious, I proceeded to eat that nasty shit. I did. I ate it. I ate it. I ate it. It was absolutely disgusting. And so at the end of the night, um, after I had, I mean, I drank so much water, so much water. And then I was wondering, what did I just put in my body? I'm just, I have insurance. So I'm not, I mean, I'm nervous, but I'm thinking I can go to the doctor and everyone's playing taboo. And I'm just like, oh my God, I can't, I can't concentrate because I think I'm about to die. Um, and then we wrap up things and I'm all polite and they're trying to send some home. And I'm like, no, you know, you know, I know you worked on this, you know, I'm like, please don't send this home. And then I get in the car and we drive off and um, my then partner, now husband, is driving. And I look at him and say, what in the hell was that? And he's totally unbothered. He's like, what was what? I'm like, did you did you taste, you know, did you taste that 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 dish? And he looks at me. He's like, hell no. That looked disgusting. Now, first of all, I didn't know the person whose home we had been invited to for real. Um, It was a new friend of my husband's. And uh, I was sort of the plus one. I was getting to know them. So I only ate it because I was trying to play along. I'm a guest. Um, I'm trying to be polite. My husband was like, yeah, that looked disgusting, and I wasn't going to eat that. I can't believe you put that on your plate. And I sat there mad. First of all, I can look back now and laugh. I was, but I was mad. I was just like, that was your friend. I ate that. <laughs> I ate that because I was your guest at your friend's house. He was just like, you should know better than that. And the thing is, I should. I should have known better. I didn't grow up eating that. First of all, I didn't grow up eating at people's houses. I wasn't allowed. I wasn't allowed because they might be dirty. They might have cats. They might have dogs. They might not wash their hands. They might let the kids sit on the table. They might, uh, might anything, you know. We just weren't allowed to eat anywhere, you know, because my family believed that every other human being's kitchen was dirty, except for people we were related to. We were related to. Um, but I've grown out of that sort of paranoia and I actually do things like eat at other people's homes. Um, and this was a clean home with people who I, you know, was, I was comfortable, but that was a turning point for me. Um, um, in terms of being polite, like you don't get my digestive system. You get a lot of things from me. You get a lot of things from me. You don't get my health, you know. But you can't get me to eat some some putrid dish that I don't know. I don't I don't know what I'm eating. You don't you don't you don't get to have that. Um, and I think having had that experience and several more um, experiences like that since um, has made it really easy for me in this age to just say say no. You know, um, we had someone invite us to dinner um, as people are getting sick left and right. And they're telling us to stay home. Someone invited us to dinner. I was offended by the invitation. And there was 
surprisingly, an inclination to be polite from, and I'm not going to say from who, but it might be somebody who I'm married to. Now, he knew he wasn't, we weren't going to go to dinner, but he didn't want, you know, he, he was going to be more polite, you know, and say something like, oh, no dinner, but maybe we can take a walk through the neighborhood or some shit like that. And I was like, mm-mm, that's a slippery slope. Because we're not taking no walks. We're not going to do nothing. If they ask us to go to dinner in the middle of a pandemic, then they're crazy. They're crazy. So we're just going to say no. No. No dinner. Just be as clear as possible. And that's what we did. And um, and it was over. Nobody was offended, I don't think. Um and it was over, and it didn't leave the door open for me to have to say no 20 more times to invitations that I might want in 2021, but I do not want today. And they're great, 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 great people, um, um, seemingly. <laughs> Otherwise, who, you know, um, who maybe just wanted company. Um, but, yeah, not today. Not today. So... Clear boundaries. Um, you know, you know, you don't have to be polite. Um, one time when I was maybe in my um why do I keep saying maybe? I was in my twenties and I would say I was twenty nine, maybe twenty eight, twenty nine. And I was in a relationship and um we had dinner, you know, I had not cooked. I came home and dinner was prepared. It was chicken and some sort of vegetable, probably broccoli and mac and cheese. Um, I'm eating dinner at a TV table in a living room because that's what we did. Even though we had a perfectly fine dining room, um, we sat and we watched um, TV with our food on the couch across from each other. And um, so we're sitting there. My 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 boyfriend at the time had made dinner, and I'm eating the chicken. And I'm eating the vegetables. Then I took a big forkful of mac and cheese, and I bit something, and then almost choked. And then when I spit it out, it was um, a ring. It was a ring in um, the mac and cheese, like a a silver. A ring like for your finger and it was covered in in cheddar in like cheddar sauce and bits of pasta because I spit it out of my mouth and I was confused for a moment staring at the ring um, he was sitting at his TV table looking at me and I didn't want to be impolite because he had made dinner right um, but there was jewelry in the mac and cheese. So I say, um, was this, is this for me? You know, politely, like it, like it was normal to kind of, like he had handed me a box. I say, is this, is this mine? I'm holding this cheesy silver ring and he's looking and I can't tell if it's a smile or not. And I'm like, um, are you are you proposing or is this some sort of commitment ring? He just nods. And I had so many questions, so many. Um, 
Like, what? Like, who the fuck? Who puts a ring in the middle of some baked macaroni and cheese that somebody is eating? You know, like I've seen the movies where somebody hides something in the in the champagne glass. Like, I think that shit's dangerous enough, but you might be able to see that. You know what I'm saying? And macaroni and cheese, you put a you put a ring. But because I was being polite, I'm thinking, number one, he cooked dinner. Um, number two, he he bought a ring. Uh, number three, um, he, he wants to commit to me in some way, which is unclear right now. So I didn't feel like it would be um, I, th- I thought it would be rude to, to ask like the most obvious questions like, you know, why would you put this ring in my food that I can't see? Um, so I took my my bounty paper towel and I like wiped it off and poured a little water on it and wiped it till it was clean. And I put the ring on my finger and he came over and gave me a kiss and then we finished watching we were watching king of the hill we finished we watched that every night we finished watching two episodes of king of the hill while i sat there eating the rest of my mac and cheese wondering who who does that and i'm gonna be honest here's where the being polite thing is one i did want to ask who who the fuck puts a ring and mac and cheese. But more importantly, which I've never said this out loud, so this is an exclusive. If I were a DJ, I would like, you know, make that noise when it's a world premiere, like buckshots or whatever. This is an exclusive to isolation be like. I was I was really wondering, was this motherfucker trying to kill me? Cause we had some problems. So at the time a ring wouldn't have been a thing that I expected, so I wasn't sure. Number one that he put the motherfucking thing in the mac and cheese so I would choke to death. But how do you ask that of somebody who you're sitting there eating dinner with and watching a goddamn cartoon? Did you try to choke me with the ring? And I think that's an important question. Were you trying to kill me? I think it's important if, you, if you're even questioning that. You should, and maybe you don't ask that. Maybe you shouldn't be with the person who you think would try to kill you with jewelry tucked inside of mac and cheese. Um, So there's a lot of layers here. Uh, But at the bottom line, I didn't ask any of it. I wiped the goddamn, I I wiped the ring off and I put it on like a fool because I was being polite. And that haunted me for a while. Like at a certain point, the ring is just on and we're just together. I don't know if we're engaged, which we weren't. I don't know if this just mean we go together, which didn't make sense because we already lived together. So I didn't understand. I never, I never, I never understood what the mac and cheese ring was for. And it was before people were getting married. Like this is pre, you know. This is pre-people getting married. This is when we were just getting to the point of domestic partnership, right? So, you know, it was just all very confusing. So I spent a couple more years living with the person who I wasn't sure had, wasn't trying to kill me because I, I had been polite. 
um, putting on a ring that I found. Not I didn't even find the ring in the mac and cheese. I found the ring in my throat after I tried to eat my dinner. Right. Again, being polite. Right. Not not taking care of uh, of self. Right. Um, but I wouldn't do that now if if somebody put some some jewelry in my food. Um, I would say we can't we at the very least we can't be friends. I because that doesn't make sense that you're not smart. Right. Um, and then I might even say to the person, were you trying to kill me? Or at least were you aware of the fact that this could kill me? Um, so I'm at least there. And thank God, maybe this is maybe this is what those experiences are for. Maybe this is why I ate the disgusting food. And maybe this is why I choked on the macaroni and cheese ring was to get to this point today where in the midst of this pandemic, I can look at people and say, no. You want to come to my house? Nope. You want to come to drive by a church? Nope. Um, you want to come hang out with me in the parking lot and we can talk from six feet apart? Nope. You want to take a run? Nope. You want to take a walk? Uh-uh. You want to come to my birthday parade? Hell no. Right? So maybe maybe none of it was a waste. Maybe it was all preparation for this moment. But but either way, I'm glad I'm here. Because who knows what would happen if I were walking around still being polite. I'd be all up and through parades and um, runs and, and going to see planes fly in the sky and large crowds of people and... Um, whatever else people are doing in groups right now that is totally unnecessary. So anyway, you guys stay safe. Stay sane. Wash your hands and stop being so polite. Take care of yourselves and I'll talk to you next time. Peace.